Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to WhatAf. Um, I'm Gareth. That's Richard. He's down Spooky Street. And um, I look blurry, but I think it's my eyes, mate. My eyes are getting worse. Yeah, it's, you're not that blurry, so it might be your eyes. My, although my camera's quite quite clear today, so I think it's because I've got the curtain pulled back because I've wiped the bird shit off the window, so I can now get the curtain down. Oh, look, there you go. There we go. I'm not blurry anymore, so it was my eyes. Oh, well. <laughs> Still take them off. Um, should we should we do the uh, put the the stuff out on the on put the stuff on the ironing pile? Yeah. Um, head over to SupremeCBD.uk. Use the code WTAF. You get forty percent off everything there. Bringing out new products all the time. Every day. So that's literally like a like a, a what do you call it? I'm struggling to say with words. I might actually be yeah. Joe Biden it soon. It's tired tiredness, mate. I'm the same. Like we were talking off air about lack of sleep, child-related lack of sleep. Oh, Brutal, mate. I'm absolutely Brutal. done in. I'm absolutely done in. Um, yeah, so that's where we are. But for a podcast, words and being able to uh, like enunciate and put a sentence together, kind of important. It's a prerequisite, really, isn't it? Lovely word. Um, but let's do it, man. Let's get in there. It's Obviously, been over 100 episodes. People know what they're getting. Exactly. If you're still with us 103 episodes in... Then um, thank you, actually. Thank you. Bill Withers is no longer with us. <laughs> Withers original. I've just seen the cat jump in front of me now. She's going to come in because it's chucking it down. She's going to have to stay outside. If you're going to hear a cat in the background. You can hear a cat drowning. That's a soggy moggy. Soggy moggy. Go on, then you go first. Let's get straight. Let's get into the what halves or get into your personal one. Let's do a little well, yeah, personal story. Yeah, it's not story. so much a, a what Well, it kind of is a what half. So, right. When I grew up on the Isle of Wight, right, where it just never snows, right, ever. And if it does every sort of few years, I think it's because there's salt in the air, if I'm honest. People think it's because it's down south and it's warmer. But when you actually look across to the mainland and you see, you can see snow in the distance and that's still down south. So I, I think it's to do with the fact that you've got all the salt in the air because of the sea, it's surrounded, whatever. I might be way off, but that's always been my theory, why it never snows and settles anyway. Um, so when it does snow, randomly there, it's carnage, mate. It's hilarious to watch, and you just you're looking at the Isle of Wight falling apart, and you're thinking, imagine you in Norway, you'd have no chance, right? So when I moved to Derbyshire, um, on the edge of the peaks, like it snows fairly regularly in the winter, and no one gives monkeys. Everyone just gets on with it, and everyone knows what they're doing until yesterday. So this snow just came from nowhere, right? But it had been raining first so you had loads and loads of rain and i was saying to the kids i was like i don't think it will settle because there's so much rain but it did but it only settled because the, the the rain froze and then it settled on top of that right so i had to go out for a drive to the shop and that's fine you know i know what it's like you start in second gear in the snow instead of first so you don't wheel spin you know it'd be fine it'd be right i've got like a traction thing on my car it'd be fine mate i was all over the shop <laughs> Because my wheels were going through the snow, but then they were hitting the ice. And they were, obviously, I was just, back was going out. I was like this. And I was trying to get up the hill because I live at the bottom of quite a big hill. And I was like, oh, mate, I'm in trouble here. And um, this cabbie pulled past, right, in a big, big sort of people carry thing. And he just laughed at me. <laughs> nice. He didn't offer any assistance. He literally just looked me in the eyes. I was going past him. Like, my back end was going out. And he was like, <laughs> just chuckling. Thanks, yeah. mate. Yeah, cheers. That. Yeah. yeah. And then later on. So I went to the shop, came back, and as I'm driving back, there's another hill around the corner, goes over an old railway line, right? 
So you go over the bridge and then it comes up quite steep. When I got to the bridge, turn around the corner to go up and realised that there's just carnage, right? There's cars on both sides of the road. There's one with its nose and edge. I was like, oh, mate. And all the cars have stopped and they're all turning around and going back. And I thought, well, that's quite bad because they're obviously in trouble, these people. So me and this other lad parked up, got out of our cars, right, and walked up to help. The minute we got there, she her wheel said, off. <laughs> Did she offer you a lift? No, so no. Just, I'm just left with just me and this one bloke. Going, well, we look like a pair of prats, don't we? We just slipped and slid around, up, a, Hold like, me. Walking up a hill to yeah. help someone, only for them to just jog on just as soon as we get there. Pro- probably wasn't even stuck, which I thought would be funny. No. So then I went back and got in my car and got stuck. <laughs> and then she drove past on the way back. Oh, mate, honestly, it yeah. was... It, it was it was In the end, you know when you see um, Formula One and when they're doing the warm-up lap, they're doing that load, yeah, so their tyres... Really fan- always fancy to go on that, that warm-up yeah, lap. Yeah, to try and warm up the tyres. I'll tell you a story about that in a minute as well. But warm up the tyres, right? I, that's how I was moving. I was literally going like that, up the hill, and it was just woo, 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 woo. And yeah. it was managing to get enough grip to get up. Anyway... My mate Josh, right, who was my best mate from when we were little kids, he uh, passed his driving license when he was 17, and then he crashed his mum and dad's car, right, within days, and wrote it off, because he was going down a hill listening to Will Smith with his mate, and he went getting jiggy with it, and as he did that at quite high speed, obviously the wheel went like that, and it flipped the car. Fucking hell. Flipped the car. car. Flipped the car, yeah, went over on its roof, getting jiggy with it. (laughs) Funny, isn't it? It's brilliant. Is he he all right? Down. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, um, he's coming to visit next week. Actually, he lives down in like Devon, Dorset, Devon, I think. But yeah, he's coming to visit. But um, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he's getting the train down. Bless him. Yeah. It's not snowed here. We've been absolutely fine. Got sleet on the in the face yesterday. Got sleeted in the face on the way to dropping um, Arthur off at school and the back. It was horrible. Um, it's a weird feeling. That um, like being licked permanently for twenty five minutes on the way back. Didn't like it. Eyes, Very cold eczema. Tongue. A lot of eczema flare-ups yesterday, but there you go. This is the sort of information that you tune in for, though, guys, isn't it? Yeah. Um, let's, should we start off with the fun one before we get into the into the more political stuff? Um, go on, then. You do a fun one, and then I'll do a fun one, then we'll start off with fun. And then we'll just go downhill. So by the time okay. you leave us, you probably feel quite... You want to go to bed. Right, this is one I found. Pigeon, I remember this story, but there has been a conclusion to this story. Um, a pigeon accused of being a Chinese spy has been cleared by police and released back into the wild. Gareth, how do they know it was Chinese pigeon? <laughs> For the listeners at home, I'm pulling my eyes to the side, which, which was fine in the eighties. <laughs> I've gone past Karen. Um, pigeon suspected of being Chinese spy released by love suspected. Released, but we don't know. We're not sure. Released by police in India after being detained for eight months. He's detained eight for months. eight months in, in an Indian pigeon prison. Just, just pacing up and down the cell like that. <laughs> What's he listening to? I bet he's got. I bet he's got one of those Neuralinks in his head, and they're giving him information straight into his pigeon head. That's why he's doing that like noddy look when he goes up and down. He's just. He's just flagrantly taking the piss out of us. So to detect, detectives suspected the bird was involved in espionage. I'm not. I'm reading this. You will see it on the screen. Um, but I am reading this. I'm not making this up. Well, I someone is, but I wasn't. Detective. Um, detective. Espionage. Espionage. <laughs> detectives suspected the bird was involved in espionage after it was captured near a port in Mumbai. 
It was found with two rings tied to its legs, featuring words that appeared to be Chinese. So it's probably just escaped from the local takeaway. <laughs> The uh, bird was detained by police officers after it was captured in May last year near a port in Mumbai. News agencies pressed Trust of India reported. You can trust them, obviously. It was found with two rings. I've just read that bit tied to its legs featuring words that appeared to be Chinese. Appeared to be Chinese. It might just have been like, you know, a bit of like, I don't know, scarring. The drunken, drunken rambling <laughs> of, of a hobo. Detectives, just detective, suspected the pigeon was involved in espionage and took it in before later sending it to Mumbai's buyer, Sakarabia Dinshaw Petite Hospital. Tiny one. For animals. Yeah. It's a hospital for animals. Um, it's a psych ward for animals. However, after eight months in captivity, prison, it emerged that the creature was an open air water racing bird from Taiwan. It's not even. It took you eight months to tell the difference between, like, the languages. That's not Chinese. I love the idea that when it's released, it's just allowed out on its own with its bags. And it's because they have birds have partners for life, don't they? And they the do. partners, oh, yeah. partners just there waiting at the gate of Mumbai prison. Where you been? Where you been? You went out. Walk together really slowly like that. And there's music playing. It's tears. Sorry, go. Got a bit of a cough there. Um, however, after eight months in captivity, it emerged that the creature was an open. Oh, we read that bit. Police then proved the bird's transfer to the Mumbai society. They had to transfer it because it could no longer fly for the preventation of cruelty to animals. They've just kept it in prison for eight months. Make sure that this animal's treated well because you see the shit that we've just put it through. Like, I feel bad now because now it's not. That's like starve, torturing someone, starving them, and then going, go and get them something to eat. <laughs> Famished. Make sure he's fed. <laughs> Why is he not fed? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You're asking too many questions. You Chinese spy. Um, when doctors set free the falsely accused avian on Tuesday, I just thought oh. what a great story. Well, all, all, Ends the best, well. all the best. Um, right, I've got one here. Gemma actually sent this to me. I've actually got the news story. Do you mean up. the woman you live with? The, the, my my wifey. <laughs> right. Photographer deletes... It's actually old, but I hadn't heard of it, so it's new to me. Yeah. Photographer deletes couple's wedding photos in front of them after being denied food. <laughs> Great. That is... What's good about the story, though, is they're just using stock footage, obviously, because they don't have pictures of them. So the stock footage is two really happy husband and bride on a beach, holding flowers, looking down at the camera, and the photographer's showing them the photos. They ain't smiling like that if it's if it's being deleted, are they? Did they say right. what what food he was refused food at the wedding? I'm assuming. Yeah, right. Uh, tale of dealing with a shysty groom went viral. First spotted in a post um, the the a hole thread, an <laughs> unnamed poster asked if they were. What, in, if... what sort of websites is is Gemma looking at? <laughs> an unnamed poster asked if they were in the wrong for deleting wedding photos after the newlyweds denied them a break to eat and drink. This person revealed that they were not a wedding photographer by trade, but a dog groomer who took on the task of capturing the magical moments by a friend who was getting married. So he's deleted it for for his, his mate and all. He's moonlighting. The original poster detailed that the couple were looking to save money by not hiring a professional photographer and reassured him, um, reassured them that the pictures did not need to be perfect. 
They were on a shoestring budget, and I agreed to shoot it for only $250, well below the going rate. Well, it is, yeah, it's well below the going rate. It is, but which you're is, a dog which is, which is nothing for a 10-hour event. Right. Um, how, do, how does he know? He's a dog groomer. So he's explained then that he's he's followed the bride around for a series of appointments to capture photos before capturing the entire ceremony and the speeches on the day of the wedding. Of course, one would work up an appetite and be quite parched by doing all of that work. But when it was time to eat, the dog groomer turned wedding photographer revealed that they were denied a plate, nor did they no longer have a seat after initially being um, invited to attend the wedding as a guest. Wow. Okay. By dog, let's clear something up though. I want to. By dog groomer, we we mean someone who brushes dogs, not gets them into some sort of dog trafficking. So he finds dogs on the internet and then shags them <laughs> and lured them somewhere. Um, so he started at 11am. He was due to finish at 7.30pm. That is a long day um, to be on your feet. Uh, around 5pm, food's being served and I was told I cannot stop to eat because I need to be a photographer. In fact, they didn't even save me a spot at any of the tables. I'm getting tired at this point. Kind of regretting doing this for nothing. He didn't. He did it for $250. <laughs> it's also unbelievably hot in that venue. Um, because it's an old veterans legion. I don't know why those two things go together. No. Why, why the veterans why places? It's hot because it's a shop. What? What? Doesn't make yeah. any sense. Um, I mean, I get it if it's like it's hot because it's a kitchen. Well, I understand. Why would an old veterans legion be hot? And what is exactly. a legion? I don't know, but there's no there's no air conditioning. I know that much. Uh, he says that. Uh, when the dog groomer in foot, see it keeps going between him talking and then someone else talking about him, and it's not amazingly well written. When the dog groomer informed the groom that they needed a 20 minute break to get sat to eat and drink, the groom had the audacity to say that they need to keep snapping photos or risk leaving without pay. Oh mate, get paid up front, son. Don't don't do that if you if you if it's your wedding. Don't this piss off mate the dog well. groom. Is it his mate? Is his mate's mate in it? No, they're, he's friends. He was supposed to be going to the wedding. He's friends with the groom. The dog groomer, so he's a dog groomer, he's friends with the groom, um, revealed that they gave the groom a chance to take back what he initially said, but he ultimately doubled down on being trash, and the dog groomer, uh, the dog groomer aptly responded. With the heat, being hungry, being generally annoyed at the circumstances, I asked if he was sure, and he said pot. yes. Yeah, I asked if he was sure, and he said yes, so I deleted all the photos I'd taken in front of him. Oh. Wow. Then he left after informing the groom that they were not a photographer anymore. He's gone back to dog grooming. <laughs> That's a little bit like converting to Judaism, isn't it? I'm not anymore. Don't fancy it. If I'd have been paid $250, honestly, at that point, I'd have paid $250 just for a glass of cold water and somewhere to sit for five minutes. The dog groomer further added. That's a great story. I love story. that. That's the sort of journalism that we should be doing, mate. We read, leave all this geopolitics and Satanism stuff behind and conspiracy stuff. They're the stories that I want to go back and tell um, Sam about. They're the, ones, they're the ones you're going to remember. Um, is it all right if I have some food? No. Are you sure? So, are you sure I'm not allowed food? Yeah. See these photos? Boop. See you later. Yeah. That's the story. Now you've That's never been married. in a nutshell. Because only officially you are ever married if people see it on your Instagram. So what are you going to tell your Instagram that says? You ain't married. Yeah, exactly. You ain't married, and I'm going back to a trafficking dogs around the, the, the country. The only photos left are a few selfies of a dog groomer. <laughs> An angry dog groomer in his yeah. his Ford in his Nissan. 
at the end of the day, just really hungry, like pisses it down. He's lard, interfering with dogs. Woof, went up, went up. <laughs> well, that was great. I really enjoyed right. that. Um, let's, we're gonna have to probably get a bit more serious let's go here. Serious then, yeah. Let's go serious. King, right. Okay. Um, King's got cancer. Yeah, there's a few different things at play here potentially. Don't. Um, well, he's having experimental cutting edge treatment at the same time. Tony Blair's just publicly approved a uh, a vaccine for cancer that's mRNA DNA altering. Yeah. I don't know if you can put those things together. Potentially, oh, I, I think you just you, you're you're coming to crazy conspiracy conclusions there. King Charles has been diagnosed with a form of cancer, says Buckingham Palace. The type of cancer has not been revealed. It is not prostate cancer. This was made me. It did, it did make me laugh. Oh, I won't lie. It made me laugh. It's not prostate cancer, but was discovered during his recent treatment for an enlarged prostate. Now imagine that's your job that day. You get up. I tweet this out, like or X'd it out, whatever you call it now. Um, Imagine getting up and going to work. Like, you have your sandwiches, you pack the sandwiches away, say goodbye to the kids, say goodbye to the dogs. See you later, I'm just going to work. Ring back later on, wife rings up, goes, How's your day going? I'm, what do you wouldn't believe? Because I, I got up this morning and I was thinking I'd just be bored doing paperwork, but it turns out I'm sticking my finger up the king's ass. Well, I think that with that sort of job generally, though, because that's what they do every day, isn't it? Not the king's ass. That's an that's a bonus. That is that's one to tell the kids, like you say. But he's got his finger up someone's ass every day, multiple times a day. Yeah, but the king's ass is different, though, isn't it? You've got to be a little bit, at least a bit more delicate. Like that ass has been on the stone of destiny. I don't know how I'd react if I had to put my finger up his ass. I mean, no, it's a job. It's but... a job. So I'm doing it. I whack a glove on and bosh. Oh, would you? I'd like to film. This is a documentary we could make actually. Um, the King's Ass, which would have been better than the, the bottom. Well, actually, the King's speech was quite good to be fair. Um, so let's, yeah, the King began regular treatments on Monday and will postpone public um, duties during it or during the, the actual <laughs> the no, treatment. No, you need to I be was... opening the fate while getting fingered, mate. I want to I see you. <laughs> I want to see Asda. I want to see you cutting the ribbon at Asda with a little man with a finger at your bum at exactly the same time, and have a little foot. No, you're fine. You're fine. What's He's that? He's not a puppet. <laughs> well, he is. Um, that's exactly what he is. Um, the monarch, twenty-five butterfly, remains wholly positive about his treatment. Love it. He loves it, and looks forward to returning to full public duty as soon as possible. I bloody love this because I usually have to like hide this sort of treatment and this sort of fannying around in my butthole underneath back of the palace and certain pyramids in uh, scotland we usually have to hide this little behavior but literally i can just do this out in the public now because it's treatment i i he don't look like a healthy man and he hasn't done for a while though is he sausage calls him sausage fingers but that's not the sign of a healthy gazer um but i do wonder about this mrna thing i also wonder if it's just a case of like he's hella unpopular and it's get him the hell out of dodge and try and bring william in you know and and people and then, like people liked the Queen for whatever reason. I didn't. I don't like any of them, but people liked her. Um, and then Charles came in, and it was an absolute. He's not likable, you know, at all. Um, <clears throat> he's not likable because of the whole Diana thing, for one. But also, he didn't endear himself when he came in, did he? Just doing all that bloody prattin' about and being an obnoxious tosser, yeah. um, which doesn't kind of win that many people over. And then. Um, 
you know, I think they they kind of want William, don't they? So that could be part of it. Yeah, I think that's even it. Even if he's not, even if he's not, you know, going to die, which you know he well he will eventually. We all will, but um, it might be a case that this is a good excuse to abdicate that I can't fulfil my duties, so William can have the gig. I don't know. I think you're probably right. I think that's exactly what, what what's happening here. I mean, we may well have cancer, but they're not getting the same treatments as you say that we are. And off the back of it, that's going to sell a lot of product. So yeah, I think this is tenfold on this. Um, absolutely. Um, Charles informed both his sons personally about his diagnosis. Harry, guess what happened today? What? My dad didn't crack the bomb. You, you do that every week, no? But legally. Harry will be, how about Harry will be thinking my dad died a long time ago? <laughs> to be point. honest, isn't it? Yeah. I don't I, even know who you are. It was are. about five or six years ago. Um, on the same story, I guess, have you seen the video of William, the Prince of Wales, the latest video? Oh, yes, when so, he walks through the doors. Yes, I only saw it this morning. Yeah, so he's been sort of out of action for a bit because I think his wife's poorly as well. She's had some procedure and obviously now his dad's poorly. Um so we're told. So he's kind of, you know, obviously been given a bit of time off from not doing much. Um, but now he's back. So he stood there. Obviously, he walks into this big grand room. There's a band playing in the corner and he stood there and he's Ooh, facing the someone. The white stripes. Yeah, he stood there facing some older guy who's doing something. I don't know. It's just pompous ceremony. It's just bollocks, isn't it? I don't understand what it's all about. I'm sure it's important to them on some sort of level, but I just, it's just weird. Um, but how much the dude is swaying. Like I was watching it. If people watch it, I put it on my ex. Um, he's literally like, and I, I, it is like you've come home pissed as a teenager and your mum and dad are like, have you been drinking? And you're there going, no, just playing Xbox. <laughs> he's like, ah, he's just swaying. It's like, dude's fucking hammered. I remember my first time I ever got drunk. I was 16, went out, um, we all were met in the park and I drank a litre of cider and I got home perfectly fine made it up the stairs mum knew I was drunk I didn't open the door um, obviously but I it was sort of I, I clearly remember it like completely remember it. and then I got all the way upstairs for I made it and then threw up all over the landing yeah the landing had it coming mm. what cider was it was it a white cider it, oh, I don't remember, but I've not drunk cider for years and years. Well, drunk for years, but I think it was. What's the uh, what's the cheap one? The bow one, strongbow. Oh, strongbow! Strongbow is not cheap. You're posh. Yeah. I was. Um. I was. What was my mine was Amiga. That was my first a liter of Amiga, and I pierced a hole because this was the done thing. Pierced a hole in the bottom of it. So turn it upside down. Pierce a hole in the bottom, and then just put your hand, your mouth over the hole, and it literally goes in. So you get all the. I was hammered. All I can think of is Charles and prostates. Then, yeah, um, wow. I drank Amiga out of Charles's arsehole. <laughs> was um, that the first time you ever got drunk? Yeah, and I was battered. Um, How I old were you I, then? Guess I, I don't even want to know. About thirteen or so. Way too young. Yeah, I Way was sixteen. I waited till uh, I think I was. Well, I might have been fifteen. Might have been fifteen. Can't remember back in the day. But yeah, either way, it was illegal and it shouldn't have happened. And it shouldn't have happened the next week after, and the next week after. And it shouldn't have happened 25 years later. Yeah, shouldn't have happened. And it definitely should have happened last night. And I will learn from it next year. Yeah, there was that one, wasn't there? Amiga, and then there was like White Lightning, Frosty Jacks. They were all like the bright white uh, and blue bottles. And they they were just, I didn't want to know what they're made of. I don't think they've got apples in them. Yeah. 
but uh, oh, kind of I've not been able to re- drink that. I can't even drink apple juice because I've been so sick on it on an ale trail once. Must have mixed cider in there because it was awful. I was very ill next day. Um, okay, that yeah. Um, I don't know what, what else have we got. We've got obviously Putin's, 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 Putin's a Putin. big one, isn't it? I suppose yeah. you've got Putin, have you? Bits of Putin, but I think we're coming at it at different angles. I quite liked his CIA jibe at Tucker. Who's CIA? I, th- I, think, I think there was more to that. Well, he, we, there is. You'll know better than me about this, but I, I distantly remember some family relatives of Tucker being CIA. Well, he tried to get in the CIA, didn't he, Tucker? He's not lied about that. He's been quite open about the fact that he tried oh, to okay. get to the CIA. But it's just the way that Putin says, you know, um, talks about the CIA's involvement and then in something or other, didn't catch the whole thing. And then says to Tucker, obviously, you know, the organisation that you applied for, thank goodness they didn't let you in. But then he does it with kind of a smirk. Yeah, he let him in. Which is kind of like, what do you know then, Putin? Because Putin knows everything. They they all do. Of course they do. When they iron up up, they know exactly what's going on with these people. Well, that'd be an inside joke of trying to tease. That's just, that's a little prod. That's a little jibe between mates, isn't it? That's a, let's see, we're taking the piss. We're trying not to laugh, giggle. Behind the camera, there'll be a guy like holding the camera, probably like a car fellow. You couldn't hold it steady. Can't his name now. Um, and uh, he'd be giggling that there was an inside joke there, wouldn't it? Because you've got KGB and CIA staring at each other there, going, "Yeah, we're definitely a serious interview here. Going to get down it to is... some serious things." The way the mainstream media has lost its blob over it is mad, though. Like, there's two yeah. things that stuck out for me. One being the fact that they've lost their blob over the fact that Putin said that Johnson. Boris Johnson sabotaged the peace deal when everyone's known that for well over a year. That's just common knowledge that he did that. He flew out to Kiev and we were talking about it on the show where he went and turned up and the guy's buying a hot dog in the background. It's supposed to be a war zone. Oh, he's blowing. And... Oh, sorry. I thought you had blowing a hot dog in the background. No, well, he might have been doing that and all. You never know. Zelensky around. Yeah. Um, but he, but yeah, John, everyone knew that Johnson had gone there and done that. Yeah. And, and and now the mainstream media is going, you know, Putin has is, is, is suggested he did this. And Johnson said it's just propaganda. Like, oh, so everyone knew this a year ago. How are you new to this? Yeah. And I know it, it sounds like I'm always slagging off the mainstream media, but they are such pompous twats, aren't they? Um, but the other part that made me laugh as well was, again, the, them losing their blob at the fact that Tucker was interviewing Putin, right? Shouldn't be talking to him. War criminal X Y Z. This whole thing, blah 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 blah. Shouldn't be doing that. That's the narrative, you know. It, it, he's a he's a Russian sympathizer by going over there. He's this, he's that. Whereas on and then at the same time, saying we have been applying for interviews with Putin for over a year and he always turns us down. Okay, <laughs> so if he pro- says yes, then you're now yeah. Yeah. a Russian propagandist, right? You can't you can't have that both ways. You can you in this this the cognitive dissonance land though, and again as you say like. You know what I think about this all theatre. They're all like, it's it's a stage play. There there is no divide at this level. Um, clearly, with the, the things that I look into, there clearly is no divide at this level when looking into their occult beliefs. Um, and he drops a lot of Kabbalah codes in there. A lot of Kabbalah codes. And I've watched it through once, so I need to watch it again. But um, a lot of it, um, they're playing both sides off, off against each other. Um, and. <clears throat> So they're just kicking about in the weeds, as far as I'm concerned, um, and that's like so. That's one level of it. You'd have to go into that interview and think, okay, there is a divide between Ukraine and Russia. Like there is on the common level, but there isn't at Zelensky's and, and, and um, I don't believe and Putin's level. They're one and the same, working towards a different. It's it's 
differ at the same story, the same agenda. Um, I like well, that Putin could... being sacrificed, man. Yeah, of course he is, and and Putin would be if he got on the wrong side of it as well. Putin confirms, um, this is one of the tweets from the vigilant Fox, who doesn't seem to be too vigilant, unfortunately. Um, the United States is not run by its elected officials. None Obviously. of them are. None Obviously. of them are. But this is the thing. None of them are. And he's showing you, he's just taking the piss. Tucker, so twice you've described US presidents making decisions and then being undercut by their agency heads. So it sounds like you're describing a system that's not run by the people who elected it. No, none of the system is. They're all in the system and none of it is. And that's what, like, someone like the Vigilant Fox, I don't know who he is. He doesn't use his own image and his own name. So I, I, I tend to take that all with the... I don't really take someone that seriously when they're not willing to put their own face and name to something. But again, it's like you're pushing the narrative that there is an actual divide here on that level. Yes, there is in the people. Yes, there is in most politicians. But at some level... They're working towards the same goal. They really, absolutely. Yeah, of course are. they are. Yeah. I mean, some try and hide it better than others, but but actually, most of them don't hide it now at all. So in America, I mean, unless you're an absolute Biden fanatic, you know that election was stolen. It was obvious, and I don't even like Trump, but it was blatantly obvious that thing was a scam. Here in the UK, we've got an unelected prime minister. Scotland's got an unelected first minister. Yeah. Like we're not even trying. To pretend, and then you know, in in Russia, you, you you tell me it's a dictatorship. Ukraine, he's cancelled elections, so he can't get voted out. So no one, no one's pretending. No, they're not. Anymore, really. But what's holding it up is narratives like that. Narratives like he's going in there and he's talking like Russia did this and Ukraine did this, and this is why we don't get on. But that is just a holding point, in my opinion. Of And your dad's been saying that for years, many others. And even Alex Jones has been saying it for years, which is why right now they've they've circled the wagons on what this like sub-alternative media is. And there's a lot of Kabbalah nonsense going on there. He talks about one, and he says there's a quote there that, that I said, um, and guys, if you look into what I look into, and I'll say their name, because let's get it in there. It's been half, we haven't said Shabad Lubavitch yet, have we? Halfway through. Good. No, let's get uh, in there. Yeah, they... They control all of them. They're seen with all of them. They control all of them, as far as I'm concerned. And they're just one level of it, of the control. But if you know what they believe, they believe in the Kabbalah and they believe in this end times prophecy and Solomon's Temple, blah, blah, blah. Big part of it is the uh, Trinity, is the two, the Godhead and the two male and female aspects. And when you really listen to what Putin's saying, he's telling you during that. He's saying when the two parts, when the one is split into two, it's um it's an illness that is literally a quote from it and when you need to reunite the two parts it's all kabbalah and and there is a lot well some evidence out there that, that um tucker colson is a, a kabbalist um i absolutely putin obviously is a kabbalist uh, uh, and um donald trump grew up with a kabbalah teacher that this is a cult within a cult so what's like kind of frustrating for me is when you look at it on the level of the alternative media, even those the ones that are genuinely reporting on it, and still seeing it as a geopolitical divide, when actually these pieces are moving together to a one end goal. Regardless, not and it really depends on who knows what in what level, but it's all going towards a one world order. That's that's the way it's always been, and they forgot that. So how can you be Alex Jones and forget that that you're being played as part of something? I think people just want it to be over. And yeah. That's a lot of it. They yeah, just yeah. want it to be over. They they wanted Trump to save them because it means they can finish this job. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of that. Um, talking of Shabad Lubavitch and that stuff, this was one I'd save for later, but I might as well go there. Javier Malay, we talk about him a fair bit because he's the president of Argentina that got 
the whole alternative media hot under the collar for him. They loved it, didn't they? they thought he was going to save them as well when he's just an absolute puppet like they all are mm-hmm. with his dodgy 1970s TV, Starsky and Hutch cop detective sideburn things going on. Um, he's clearly a complete maniac anyway, but he's been to Israel, obviously. Who 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 doesn't go there um, straight after they're elected? Um, and given that he's a Roman Catholic lad, right, who's now suddenly decided he's Jewish, um, which, again, we spoke about the other week, it just throws that, that whole Jewish people being a race thing out the window because I can't convert to African-Americans, so stop it. Yes. Um, <laughs> Well, I can try and get done for cultural appropriation or whatever. But um, but Javier Malay, so he's gone yeah. to Israel, obviously, and he's at the Wailing Wall and he's literally sobbing. Right, oh, and yeah. I just, I just and people are just laughing and people are going, you know, there's just more evidence that he's owned and whatever. Well, of course he's owned; they all are. But mine was the fact that, you know, Argentina doesn't have nuclear weapons, right? So we're told. But say you say you believe the the political idea so therefore the president is in charge the president has the nuclear codes the president is actually the one that makes the decisions we know that's bollocks but let's pretend it's not right i would be looking at as an argentinian and going this fucker is in control of my entire country my economy whether i go to war or not whether my sons go to war or not yeah and he's crying at a fucking wall (laughs) there's not even not even solomon's temple in a foreign country Uh, yeah i know i know i mean this is He's a maniac, yeah. I mean, I, I, we saw it when he first got in. I think it was like th- two weeks later or weeks later. On November the 27th, I've got it here, 2023, he turns up in Brooklyn, New York, um, with uh, the seventh Lubavitch rabbi, who's dead, so near the Olaf of the seventh Lubavitch rabbi. So he goes and sees his grave, basically, pilgrimage to the grave of the, the seventh. And the seventh is a reason, because obviously the seventh is the Sabbath. They don't have no more, because it's the end times for them. So he was with Rabbi Simon Jacobson. He reached an emotional um, melee, um, the president-elect of Argentina. And they went and saw basically this Habad Lubavitch grave. And he basically, that's when he converted across. And then he's turning up in there and crying at the Wailing Wall. Um, this is what they are. And I also got a picture of him right outside with another rabbi um, with a little skull cap on that he had on. And he's outside that building where they, they found the tunnels. Like just standing outside the building with his fu- doing thumbs up. Um, right outside where they dug the tunnels up about four weeks ago that we're not supposed to talk about. Um, it's, it's just it's just so obvious. They're not even hiding it anymore, are they? No, it's just too late. No, it's, just, it's just not bothered. But then look he's, at who he's these... such a fraud, though, man. Like he, yeah. he, he, because Net Zero is, is destroying Argentinian businesses and agriculture as much as it is everyone else's, that was his main election pledge. Was I mean, he made a load that he won't keep to, but his main one was that he was backing out of the Paris Agreement on day one. On day one, if you vote me in. Well, he got in on the 10th of December. So it's been two months. <laughs> Nothing. No, of course Nothing. not. No, but the people will rinse and repeat it. Like they're doing with Elon Musk, like they're doing with Tucker now. They're, what they're doing right now, and, and I don't know these people personally, but clearly they, they're not stupid people. They know what they're doing. They're kind of testing who the little messiah will, the, 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 um, the alternative guys will follow. Trump was the first one. They're not going to buy that again. But they will go to for Musk because you can have a bit of Musk. Andrew Tate, you have a bit of Musk. No, Andrew Tate. No, well, let's try Tucker now. And then you know they they're circling the wagons. And the only thing to, to my big question is why, and how much, how far back does this go, and how long has this been been planned with these individuals? Now, I think these these like your dad's going on on uh, Infowars tonight. These discussions need to happen, and I, and 
credit to Alex for having your dad on to have this discussion about Elon Musk because this is a yeah. It needs well, to Musk be. is invited, isn't he? But he won't turn up, obviously. No. He's, he's probably at fucking Auschwitz or wherever else he's been told to go. Exactly. And these are important questions. And I, and, and what people need to understand about, or like to understand about this, is that they're desperately, because they're being so obvious that they, they can't be bothered to hire it. And this group that you say, like, that control um, Malay are connected to Trump, they're connected to Netanyahu, they're connected to Zelensky. And not just connected, they're controlling these people. They're connected to Jared Kushner, um, RFK Jr., and they're just some of the ones they're connected. And these are all the big names that you're supposed to be voting for. There's no choice here. There's no, no. choice. And, and that... Nikki Haley is on her knees yeah. for that bunch. Like, oh, she gives me the fucking creeps, man. It's interesting times because they're out in the she wilderness She did now. lose, though. Didn't she lose um, when she was the only one on the ballot? <laughs> Warren Thornton shared that. And it was literally... Because they, apparently on this ballot, they... I, I saw it at a glance, but it was basically... They have a none of these candidates option, which is what they should have. Right. They should have okay. a none, they should have a none of the above on our ballots. I believe in that. Um, but yeah, it was her and none of these candidates, and I think she got thirty percent of the vote. Yeah. Brilliant. So she's lost. She's lost to no one, and she's not just lost. She's got battered. She's lost in football in terms. She's lost seven three to oh, no one. Wow, wow. It's a lot of own goals. Um, next one then. Um, I mean that's. Uh, there's a lot more to say about Tucker. I'm gonna have a look into it. The Kabbalah evidence is. is I'm gonna be doing a video about that later today. Um, but um, yeah, it's, it was all there. But bikinis are out. Let's get your bikini out. Just pissed it down, snowed. But you, you've obviously seen this, Gareth. The bikinis from Bonds. Oh, God, I did. I saw this today. Well, I saw it the other day, a photo, and I just thought, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> but I looked more into that one today. Yes, so, beautiful. Yeah, lovely. Bonds breaks its silence on Backlash to Woke, an ad featuring non-binary binary model with a beard wearing a bikini. Now, I'm confused already, and I should know better than this. And I think, what, is that what it means? This is Jackie Devoy said that to us. You, pretending to be confused no jackie i genuinely sometimes can't work out what no no non-binary is he's not a man or a woman you are you're a man you right. are a man do you know i know that i've got fucking eyes but this is I where the whole shekinah jarway um androgynous shit comes in um so yeah he's so about that's six foot four with a beard huge yeah he's like a rugby player yeah he's a quarterback um non-binary model with a beard wearing a bikini bonds used a 1.99 Meter tall non-binary bikini model. So what is that? That is serious tall. That's like two meters then. So what's that though? How, how feet? tall is that in feet and inches? I should know. I this don't know, mate. Um, a in that um, <laughs> underwear company faces calls for boycott. Um, and it was yeah, guys. You're gonna obviously see the picture. One of the models, Mikey, is his name. Oh my god, he's huge. He's like Andre the Giant's son. Is 1.9 meters tall and has a beard. He's... How... He's six foot six. <laughs> the same as your brother. He's a basketball player. He's taller than your brother. Um, co than Jay, yeah. yeah, copious body hair. He's got loads of body hair. What he... a word to use, copious. <laughs> luxurious. I'd have gone for luxurious because he's yeah. A copious body hair and a bulge in the bikini bottoms. That would be his knob. That's um, his penis. That yeah, is... unless it's around the back, he shit himself. Someone, some customers have called for a boycott and bombarded. Um, the product listing on the site with one star reviews. It's just it's a bikini top for men. I mean, they're, they're trolling, aren't they? They're trolling. Well, even boycotts offensive because it's gendered language, isn't it? 
non-binary cop. Beard cop. And that's ageist because it's a cop. So oh, I'm, I'm just not saying anything. Yeah, just keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut and fair. accept it. Yeah, that's he's fair. huge. I mean, he looks like it does look like Andre the Giant's um, youngest son. Um, so yeah, Bonds have defended its use of a bearded model in a bra and panties, um, in bra and panties to promote its new underwear range. What do you mean range? What do you mean? You've got these. Th- so you just made big, bigger sizes then. Bigger that's sizes than that. Made bigger sizes. I mean, at least Dylan Mulvaney pulled it off a little bit because he he's got literally quite a feminine body structure, isn't he? Has he still got a willy? He's still got a willy, Dylan, isn't he? I don't he, know. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a straight man now, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, because we went through this before. He started off as a gay man, just a regular guy that was into guys, which was absolutely it. fine. Good luck to you, son. Then he decided he was a woman who was into guys. He kept his meat and two veg. He had his face reconstructed to look like Audrey Hepburn. Mm. Now he's a lesbian. So, so, he's so, a, in, yeah. so, you, so you're a straight man then? Straight man who looks like Audrey Hepburn. You're a straight man with Audrey Hepburn's face. <laughs> Class around that way again. It's fine. Good luck to you. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Good luck to you. Made a lot of money out of it. Probably pretty comfortable for life. Just... Get, get his own face put back on and then carry on. The whole thing was just a total bruise. <laughs> face off, basically, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, as customers call for a boycott of the Australian band, the company used two models with a they-them pronouns to advertise its retro rib, it's called. Oh, that's like an heart back for when... Do you remember the uh, old uh, um, rumour that Prince had a rib removed so he could give himself... So he could notch himself off, yeah. yeah. I think Jamiroquai meant to have one as well. He was another one that reappeared with that story. Those two notching each other off while Richard Gere sticks a ferret up his ass. There's the stories that go through school and then just stay yeah. forever. In the ether, yeah. I, I, this planet yeah. is amazing. It amazes There's me. No smoke without fire. I think there is. I think there is sometimes. There is sometimes, yeah. Seamless. Um, so it's retro rib, seamless Tony High bikini as part of its Pride 2024 range. It's got a Pride range. The Pride Company showcases transgender models, drag queens, as well as people who identify as gay, bisexual and pansexual. So there you go. Get, get yourself a, 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 a little titty lifter, even if you haven't got teas. What, what, but this is the thing, isn't it? Surely just... If, if the body, right, doesn't... Because this is what we're told, isn't it? That actually the body doesn't signify sex, gender, mm. right? So why is he wearing a bikini? He doesn't need a bikini. He's not got boobs. Showing so, off. So why can't he, if there's no connection between the body and the gender, um, why, why then can't he just wear a pair of shorts and still be a, a woman when he wants? Wouldn't get in the news. Don't make any sense. I'm, I know. It's just nonsense. Maybe that's what we should call the podcast. Yeah, well, a load of bollocks. Um... Right, the countryside's racist again. Because it is. Um, I don't know if you saw that. I saw it a couple of days ago and went, oh, yeah, no, I've already read that story. It's just like someone's rehashed it on social media. But no, it's it's fresh. It's fresh in the news. Daily Telegraph reports that there's um, these countryside alliances. I, I don't know who the fuck they are, but they, they have charitable status, obviously. Tax, tax benefits. They've said that the countryside is racist and white colonial still Uh, and i look at it and i think right one that's mental two 
it's an you wouldn't think it going to a city, but it's an eighty two percent white country. So the idea that there's white people in the countryside shouldn't come as too much of a shock. It's also a choice if you want to go out in the countryside walking or not. Um, who who notices is what gets me because you have these anti-racist groups, which these these virtue signals will pretend to be on the anti-racist side. I guarantee they're mainly, if not all, white liberals, basically fake liberals that make up these groups so they can virtue signal. Because black people, as a couple commented to me when I posted the story, are like, everyone thinks it's to do with us. We think it's mental. Because it is mental. But I don't understand why it's white. Like, what, what do well, they well, mean well, by that? Well, also, what's the problem if there's white people in the countryside? Why is that a problem? Is it, I don't understand. It's why these people see colour all the time. It's like me going out for a walk going, oh, mate, I saw a black lad walking today. <laughs> you just you know, I saw it. loads of people today. Oh, it, was, it was really busy. There was about 24 black people, a couple of Chinese people, and a couple of Caucasians. I don't know what they were doing there. They should be at home. I don't know what they are doing. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that, though, would you? You would literally, you would not notice the colour of people, like, whatever. I saw some people out walking today. Yeah, it was a beautiful day. It was nice. Well, people I, I notice it. I just don't, it don't go further in than, oh, look at them. No, no different from, oh, look how tall that person is. Yeah, but it wouldn't, it's just, it's just a man out walking. <laughs> I couldn't give a shit about his fucking skin colour or anything. Like, it's a fuck. It's, and that's the thing, isn't it? It's these, it's the ones that pretend to be anti-racist. They're the ones that all they see is race. That's literally it, and it's all they see is gender, and they're you know, yeah, they're they're you know, anti-sexist. But they all they notice is oh yeah, it was a male. So, can you just judge people by their actions, please? The the only time I noticed the ethnicity of people out walking was when me and Gemma once we did Carsington Water. So it's a big reservoir. Um, over the other side of Derbyshire and it's about an eight mile walk around it and it's quite a beautiful walk if you ignore the wind turbines in the distance because they kill it but I saw a family of um, Muslims um, who were I mean the guys are just chilling out aren't they with their shirts unbuttoned enjoying the sunshine the women are all black from yeah. you know apart from the eyes right must have been absolutely roasting right because it was a hot day and I noticed them because they were posing for a photo together the women and i just thought like without sounding you know xenophobic or islamophobic or whatever phobic arachnophobic i just looked at it and i did think what's the fucking point yeah like you look like, back at that and go like 30 years later and go there's me and the wife in in um in cornwall well it wasn't are you sure are you sure that's your wife in cornwall well i wouldn't know to be fair i mean she doesn't know if that was her either she can't remember it you that's wouldn't know point. it was only the women one of the lads was taking the photo and it was just oh, all the women. It was only women, and so it's literally just like, how would you even know which one's you? What's the point? It's just the madness of religion, isn't it? And you can apply that madness to every religion, crying at freaking wall, maniac. But, but it's, it's true. Gone. How would you know it was Johnson. you? Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? That's the only time I ever noticed it because I was walking away with Gemma pulling that face. Did she go? Stop being racist. No, I, I don't understand. What I've just went. That's just what's the point? Like, <laughs> what is the point? I know, I don't know. Very strange. But, it's like, but it's yeah, like when you go to, a, to, like when you're a kid and you go to a fancy dress and you're all dressed up as Spider-Man, and you're like, I remember being at a party when you're 40 years old. I don't know which one's me. It's just it. I, the thing is, with that news story though, I looked at it and I was like, my first thought was like, right, okay, now do now do Birmingham then. 
now do London then. Yeah. So are they, what are they, are they Asian supremacist is Birmingham, is it? Well, that's like, it, it's the opposite, what, isn't it? What, yeah. What's the point? And people, we spoke about this before, where they go, yeah, but, um, you know, only white people can afford to live in the country. That's absolute nonsense. I live in the country, but I can't afford to live in London. <laughs> that's true. Which is 30% white. Yeah. I can't afford to live there. I couldn't afford to live probably even in, in Manchester or in most of Birmingham. Cities are a lot more expensive. Mm. I mean, sure, I can go another half an hour into the Peak District or go even further into the Lake District. Yeah, all right, now you're talking the big bucks. But here, it's way cheaper than a city. So that argument doesn't stand up. It's nonsense. It's just a, another way of virtue signaling and beating white people, which seems to be fine. That yeah. seems to be the one that you can you can do what you like. And and uh, it's an it's another way of causing um, division and conflict. Yeah, exactly. Because most people will think that's what these people, a couple of people were pointing out actually in the comments, was most people would read that and go, oh, for fuck's sake, I wish these foreigners would stop whinging. Yeah. Well, one, yeah. most of them aren't foreigners and they're born here. And two, they're not whinging. It's not coming from them. It's the same as all the trans activists. Most of them are not trans. In fact, 99.999% of them are not transgender. They're just virtue signaling wank stains yeah. that are offended on their behalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the same thing, isn't it? Um, back to Putin. Putin, so today, um, Daily Mail, Putin praises Elon Musk, saying there is no stopping the tech mogul, um, but, but warns of AI development moving too fast and calls for a worldwide regulation. He's brilliant, stuck a chip in someone's head, but be careful. Then this is exactly what happened. I've compared this to what happened with the cloning. Um, cloning was a, a, a legal thing in America for a long time. Um, in fact, it actually happened not too far away from Jeffrey Epstein's island, not and with CloneAid. But they, Bill Clinton regulated, I do the little rabbit ears, cloning in, um, I think it was 2000. Now, basically what that means, it sounded like, oh my God, he's trying to keep on it in case it gets all out of hand. What it actually meant was that they stuck it in private companies' hands and the regulations means that anyone who isn't part of those big, massive corporations can't look into it or, or even begin their own pro like their own um, projects into that. So they privatised it. That's well, what he's saying Dolly here. The then. Dolly the sheep. And it, they, yeah, and they also cloned a first child called Eve. In China, there is a ch clone child called Eve. A lot of people don't know about that. So, and obviously, Eve, that'd be the name you go through. Um, so, yeah, Eve is in the first clone child's already been... Ch I mean, there's probably millions of clones all over the world we don't know about, especially in the underground tunnels. But um, Putin praises Elon Musk, saying there needs, there's no stopping the mogul, but warns of AI development moving too fast and calls for worldwide regulation. So when you hear worldwide regulations, to me, I hear um, privatisation of AI. And that means that they control it and no one else could get involved or build anything that, that would come up against it and then sort of rival it. That's what that sounds like to me. Right. So what the Yanks basically tried to do with cannabis then? Yeah. Yeah. yeah You're yeah. allowed to buy it through us. That's exactly what it is. It's right. allowed to happen, but it means regulating because it's dangerous. It's dangerous in your hands, you nut jobs. That's the point. But there you go. So he'll be regulated, but even though Musk's obviously regulated by those who control him, which is mostly Qatar and the Saudis. Um, but yeah, they, they need to openly regulate it. They need to openly do these things and get people's tacit compliance because it's for their safety. So that's what Musk coming out and talking about. Oh, it's dangerous. It's dangerous whilst pushing at the same time because what he's pushing is, yes, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's going to happen. We need to get ahead of it. We need to control it. 
we need to make our own versions. So really, it's just an excuse to do what they want to do already, but also control it and make sure no one else catches up who might actually have a brain in their head and be able to do it themselves. What? Is it as dangerous as a toothbrush, though? It depends where you put in the toothbrush. So there was a story this week which turned out apparently to be fake, but I don't know if it was or not, actually, because it wasn't particularly definitive. Um, but apparently some toothbrushes had been hacked there's Wi-Fi connected smart toothbrushes now, right? What do you mean? Why was it? Why, why, why is it Wi-Fi someone, connected? Why would exactly, exactly? But there are. But I don't and understand so, what would be the point. I don't either. But they were used to um, basically overwhelm a particular server and create a um, is it a DNS or whatever it is a do not resuscitate. I can't remember. No, I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, I know whatever. what you mean. Yeah, so, yeah some, a, a something denial, server, a isn't it? Of, a denial of server or whatever. Um, yeah, DOS. So uh, attack. Um, so it basically pulled this website down of this big um, Swiss corporation or something, right? So it was in the. I think the Telegraph covered it. The Independent had it. A few other mainstream media outlets had it. And then, then there was a backpedal. Um, that basically it only come from one outlet in Switzerland and they couldn't verify a few of the details and whatever. So they said, oh, it might be not true. So I don't know if it's true or not, but for me, it felt like, you know, it's obviously possible that kind of stuff, which, which then highlights the danger of the smart grid and the danger of everything mm -hmm. being connected to the cloud and all that sort of stuff, including us eventually, if they have their fucking way. Um, this is insane. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I've just looked into why it possibly been been made. Go on, carry on. I'll so, so it just it, part of me thinks, you know, maybe it is nonsense or maybe it isn't nonsense. Maybe it did happen, and people started going mad about it and saying this is why we shouldn't have smart devices, which a lot of people did. And then they went right. We'll put a fucking lid on that then and backpedaled out of it. Um, um, you know, I, I didn't know. know about this. I didn't... Well, yeah, I did. That would be a... yeah, exactly. You say we need to control it. Because you can try. Why would you want Wi-Fi in in your toothbrush? But I completely agree. It's all about controlling. Um, this. So the, I've just googled this. So this category varies, but a smart electric toothbrush typically has Bluetooth technology and sensors inside for data tracking. These sensors can track things like timing, habit tracking, gentle pressure support, and other things. Some smart toothbrushes can even connect with apps on your phone to display the data. Why would you want to have data of your toothbrush? No. It is, it's obviously, as you say, it's connecting people. It's just more data pooling. But but two, two toothbrushes, it's, it's very easy. We've got a little egg timer like that for the kids for two minutes. You just flip it, clean teeth. As soon as the sand's fallen through, bosh, there's two minutes, time for bed. Don't need to be on Wi-Fi. I don't know. Yeah, no, exactly. So obviously that's another way of tracking where you are, what you're doing, and data points. But as you say, so it's hacked and what was it? Sorry, repeat why it was hacked, like claimed. The claim was that they basically had hacked a bunch of them that then over um, overwhelmed the server, creating a, a denial, denial of service attack or whatever. And you what were they, they hacking them websites. for? I mean, it happens on loads of websites where basically they have a shitload of bots yeah. that basically try and click on the site, try and click on the site, hundreds of thousands, millions even, and obviously it overwhelms the server, so it takes the site down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a way of basically taking a website down without essentially hacking into the site itself. If the site itself's got decent security, so it um, you can't get into it. But then you you can overwhelm it with the amount of visitors. Because you, you you would take say 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 the WhatsApp website. I don't know how many clicks that gets, but say it gets a couple of thousand clicks um, a minute. Yeah. 
say it gets a couple of thousand clicks a week or, or whatever, right? Um, that server is set up for that amount of clicks or, or maybe a little bit above that. But then suddenly through the use of bots or whatever, you, you say get 100,000 clicks, that would overwhelm the website and it would take it down. So I think that's basically how they, how they did it. So what was the purpose of them hacking it to take the website down? Though? Why would they bother? I, I don't know, to take down some big, massive Swiss corporation. So I don't know, for a laugh. It's just insane that you would put, <clears throat> think that that's a good idea. I know it's another smart bit of technology of the Internet of Things. And when Elon Musk talks about you being able to telepathically control your devices, we said this this week, you are the device within those things. And once you've got that in your body, that's where the issues are coming. I mean, we're moving rapidly towards la-la land now, aren't we? Yeah, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. The the, the idea as well um, that that people need that sort of technology in their lives. People have got their bloody fridge connected, the lights connected. They can walk in and say, "Turn on the lights." It's like uh, it's easier to do that. It is. Just turn the fucking light on. Uh, why have we become so bloody lazy? It's so we and people. Yeah, they would have said that about the car. Nah, they wouldn't when they were walking forty miles. It's not they quite the same. That yeah. It's not the same. Turn the light on. I mean, it's just it is it's it's weird. But people do that with their Alexas and all that nonsense, don't they? Alexa, play such and such. Alexa, do this. So let's turn this down. One day, Alexa's just gonna go do it your fucking self. Yeah. To be fair, we got Alexa, and I do say Alexa. But actually, my phone keeps doing it, which I've turned that thing off. Um, but yeah. I do it for play relaxation music. That's the only thing I say. Or sometimes I'll have a chat just for a laugh to just see where the data goes. Um, what was I going to say? There was something to do with, with that, which has completely escaped my mind, and maybe they just deleted it out of my head just then. Was I've got one more. I don't know how many you've got. I've got one last one, and it kind of relates, I guess, to the countryside being racist. And it's this Julius Malerma, who is supposedly going to be the next prime minister of... Well, the next president, sorry, of South Africa. Right. Um, where he's asked in an interview about previous comments he's made about white people, which he's not a fan of, um, and how they basically need to fuck off. And so the guy says in it, you know, there's four million white people in South Africa um, who are probably going to be quite fearful should you take charge um, because of mentions of genocide and whatever in the past and he says in the interview multiple times that he doesn't know what's going to happen in the future so he can't rule out anything <laughs> and you're like you can rule out but you but can I rule don't out know. 4 million people That's you can rule that out <laughs> just don't do it Gareth did you like I don't know you don't know what's going to happen in the future but like is there anyone going to get like in your street going to get murdered like go someone from from a male from your house gonna go on a rampage and take out half the street is that gonna happen can you tell me i know you don't know what's going to happen uh, but well basically that was essentially if that was the question his answer was look i don't know what the future's gonna hold like i i don't think so right now but i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen in the future you don't know i don't know so to sit there and ask me what's gonna happen in the future i don't i can't answer that and where's the outrage? There's no outrage. No, it, it's like the lack There's of none. responsibility. No. But if you look at, say, dickhead in Argentina, when he came into power and they said to him, you know, you've said some things before and we've caught them on film about, you know, ethnic minorities in Argentina and how they should all sod off. We should get rid of them. 
they're probably feeling quite worried now about the potential of you becoming um, president. You know, what do you have to say? You know, you, well, I've got no plans to kill any, all of the non-white population of Argentina, but I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Could you imagine the, the reaction to the world's reaction would just be like, whoa, my God, there's this crazy guy down in, in South America who's, who's, you know, a white supremacist who's going to do it. It's bloody crickets. <laughs> When this guy comes out with that, it's insane, isn't it? Four million people. I can't guarantee I won't kill four million white people. <laughs> I can't. It's can't. It's like like when you, when you go down the pub the and you go, I'm just going to have two pints, and you know, and then the, the wife goes, "You sure you're going to have two pints? Just two pints?" I go, yeah, I can. I can't guarantee just two, maybe three. I can't. I and then you roll up at six in the morning, and you might have a three or a four. Yeah. <laughs> I might just all right. Yeah. Okay. Right, shall I leave my keys here? Just leave your wallet here. No, no, yeah, yeah, I'll leave my wallet here. Roll over at six o'clock in the morning and vomit in your hair. And I think, with the exception of your wife, who's probably going to be quite cheesed off with you, most people would be fine with that happening. <laughs> but that's where sort of killing four million people might not. People get the ump with that. It can parable, though, Gareth, in today's age. Um, Come on. Maybe. I can't guarantee they're not comparable in the future. It's just weird, though, isn't it? But that's the world we live in, where, yeah. where the the countryside is racist in England because it's got white people in it. Yeah, in South Africa, then you can't rule out genocide of four million people. But don't worry about it. You can't. And as long as you if you're being spied on by Chinese pigeons, then then just shut up, shut up, up. And um, where can they get their CBD from? Um, go to supremecbd.uk. Use the code WTAF. I can't guarantee that you won't get 40% of everything. Uh, yeah, just... I can't, I don't, I haven't got a crystal ball. I don't want to commit, I think is the word. But Unless it's it genocide. Go. Give it a go and see what happens. <laughs> the only thing I want to commit to, uh, the only thing I want to commit right now is genocide. Yeah, four million times. <laughs> Bosh. But I'll do it humanely. You know, and if you don't care about any of these white people, it's all humanely to you. Exactly. Yeah. Get machete out. <laughs> See you in a week's time, guys. Um, sleep well. Yeah. Unless you're in South Africa. Yeah, stay up late. All the best. <laughs>